0: Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On
1: the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain
2: technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This is the, the NFT, NFT project. project. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the NFT Project podcast. The three amigos are back together again. Using my words, it, it <laughs> might not feel like it with the way that we're uploading it, but we haven't uh, recorded an episode us three all together
1: um, in a while. So it's good to be it's good to be back with everyone in house. We always we we also had behind the scenes like two weeks off. Not on, mm. not on purpose. Just kind of like stuff come up in our lives. That I, I got the cheeky spicy reporting. cough,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah, Aaron was cough. away. Aaron was away. Yeah, for that um, but we're back, better than ever. Some would say. What do you reckon? Well, Energy I don't fire. know. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, um, I came to the table with the team and um, wanted to speak about um, something that I saw. Um, the other week, uh, which basically let's just, let's just get right into it. A little story time, a little story time. So, um, I was scrolling through Instagram and, um, if you know the DJ slash artist, whatso not, um, he put up an Instagram post, um, and I'll read it for you. It says, um, this is a question that I felt increasingly across the board from my friends and peers. Do you even hear the new music we put out? I still, even last week, see fans commenting, what's this song when I post the song that he's just released? Um, I put out a beautiful new song yesterday and I'm honestly not even sure that 1% of you know about it. Natural unpaid reach is pretty dismal. I'm rethinking it all and having some fun with things like TikTok, but I'm generally curious about how people keep up to date with new music from artists you like. And I thought it was a really interesting um, concept to kind of dive in. Um, dive in on and that is you know like artists solely relying on uh, like Instagram and Facebook and just posting something on um, social media and just expecting you know the platform to push that content out to your fans I mean like when when you kind of think about it like that it's it's a pretty <laughs> It's a pretty shit plan to get to get your music out there
1: really. Yeah. Number yeah. 1, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um all social media platforms are built uh around engaging content, so find a strategy where you're creating engaging content focused on the music that you're releasing. That is probably the easiest strategy that you can follow if you've got no money at all. Yeah. Um and that and by doing that, it's creating like We're not talking about five videos. We're talking about 25 to 50 videos all around the same song, all different, you know, still expressing yourself as a brand, still talking about your, you know, who you are as an artist, uh, but all different. So all different people from all walks of life can enjoy it in the way that they want to, but you're still pushing it the way that you want to, in a sense, if you kind of get what I'm trying to say.
2: I do get what you're trying to say, Brock. Mm. But while I also, while I also agree that like you need to be pushing out like content. Yeah, we're just talking about loads this, and like loads like and loads. A free, yeah, a free yeah,
1: free version um, on the social media. The way that we're talking about. Correct. Oh, we've got a better idea here. Yeah, so take it away, As. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um so yeah I was like thinking you know like as as someone who's already in a cultivated community for their favorite artist Ooh, um which like is chain smokers cultivated um, oh, I thought you meant I, me right. <laughs> I find it kind of interesting that um that artists like you know whatso not who you know have a pretty big fan base um like, their only, their only connection with their fans is through social media, is through Instagram posts or Facebook uh, posts, you know? Um, like, I think if, if Instagram decided to pull the pin tomorrow and just said, yeah, you know what, guys, we're shutting it down, it's like you would lose your whole fan base almost and you'd scramble to try and get them on somewhere else. Like, I actually wonder how, how many, like, MySpace artists just built their fans on MySpace and then as soon as everyone stopped using it, like how many fans actually carried over to wherever they went to next?
1: Yeah, the the world's littered with ex-Viners, ex-MySpace artists, ex-SoundCloud rappers um, that never doubled up or doubled down or or created any other kind of existence anywhere else uh, in social media and, and, you know, like it's pretty – I mean, you've got – most famously was what um, the comedian – what was his name Dane?
0: Dane cook. cook. I was just thinking of him when you said Dane when you Cook on MySpace. It. Like MySpace. he's still a
1: millionaire now, like because he still made some money when MySpace was cooking and he was on the cook, but um, not not to be punny there. Dane obviously. Cook on the cook. Eh? On the cook. <laughs> <laughs> on the cook. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but however, he fumbled the ball, the, the, the ball pretty heavily in that crossover from MySpace um, to other social media. So you know, it happens on the reg. People get too comfy um, with one platform and forget that the world exists around them. I mean, even even say, like you know, uh, having people follow you on Spotify is is a good hack as well because when you whenever you release a new song, it
0: immediately goes into their release their radar, weekly, yeah. yeah, release radar. I think, yeah. and sometimes discovery as well, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: And and even you, Brock, have always, like, you've been shouting it from the rooftops. It's like artists at the moment need to be, like, collecting their fans' data as if they're like a company or a business, get their emails, get their phone numbers because that way you can create these lists of people where you have direct communication with them. If you're releasing a song, you can send that mass text, you can send that mass email and let everyone know instead of hoping that an Instagram
1: post reaches the front of their feed and you hope that they even stop to look at it. Well, it's also the easiest way to build a uh, ad audience via social media is to have people's emails um, because, the email is directly linked to their social media account, which is then identifies them. And like, you don't have to put in ages, locations, etc., because the email is already connected to their account. So when you, this is like something that probably not everyone knows, but that is the best way to build it. Uh, an ad audience is to have, is to have already built an email database of people that are engaged with your content. Um, And then just load that sucker into <laughs> Facebook or Instagram and, Yep. Bob Irani, mate. Get
0: some get some ads <laughs> out. Bob Girani. Could be these days, could be. Um, but this so, is a web three podcast, so let's get stuck in this. That's what I was just Web3 I was methods. literally <laughs> about to say that we've talked about web two for the first uh, you know, ten minutes or so. <laughs> Shit on web um, two a little. So let's talk about sort of how we can, you know, be, have more engaged communities then in web three. What's your idea, Aaron? Give it to us. Give us give us your thoughts first and we'll uh well, I
2: mean, you know, the we'll one there. that we've that we've all a part of is just making that discord community i mean we like to say how discord um is annoying um, in web3 for like nft projects but if you're um if you're a a fan of a of an artist and you really want to connect with them i think discord's a great um avenue to go down where you know you can bring your fans into this platform you can jump in there once twice a week and chat to them directly You can host, you know, live Q&As. You can go live. um, You can do all sorts of things on Discord and you can really um, engage your fans um, and keep them up to date with what you're doing. Just like, I mean, you know, I talk about it all the time, but the Chainsmokers, man, like the fucking Chainsmokers Discord is popping all the time. People always talking. Drew, Alex, always in there talking, giving people what they want, letting them know. Like when the new releases are coming out. I've never missed a fucking chain smokers release since I've been in the Discord because I'm always kept up to date. I mean
1: it's just just so you got that fresh merch drop too. Just
2: got a fresh merch drop, you know. I'm buying merch because I'm fucking even more invested, you know? Like (laughs) they get my dollars and they get my attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The we do tend to obviously in web three burn Discord a little bit, but if you are just an average user you know we're talking about an average partner that's not trying to collect every nft that exists in the world <laughs> um just having a discord as an artist and and you know let's just let's just say someone like red Alt chili peppers like chain smokers like skrillex like um steve aoki like just anyone that's in that you know just well just any artist that people are a fan of you um they're they're only gonna you know that don't generally use discord are probably going to only have discord for your discord
0: correct yeah and for you that one purpose yeah.
1: and you there's no you know you're not going to get hacked there's no there's no money being exchanged etc it's just all chat and information being shared which is make you know that is literally what discord's built for so it's perfect for that kind of sense if you've got again whatsapp's good for zero to 100
0: um over that discord highly recommend so my one question is then, and this is the devil advocates question. I always love doing this. What if Discord gets uh, calls it quits? So we've just talked about these other platforms that what if they go away? What if Discord goes Correct. away? But that is where then I think the NFT or the NFT project can actually, you know, yeah, rise above that because the NFT itself still lives on, right? And the membership pass still lives on. So let's say the Discord does die. It doesn't mean that that NFT as that digital asset can't be used to build your community on a different platform that integrates NFTs or somewhere else or Telegram or something else. So I think that's the answer for when I think about it is that you still have that access token of the NFT or whatever it is that sort of brings the group together that, you know, you can move to another platform that would come about. That's what I would think the answer would be.
1: Yeah, you can, because for those that don't know, you can use, um, well, it is a primary use of NFTs is is a gated um, community. Uh, and through Discord, there's already apps available now that uh, you can link your NFT with that then allows you to see other channels or even allows you in the Discord in the first place because it you know, might let you see a page that has Discord link on it. Um, Shopify has just uh, approved and and is testing um, and is linked up with a a brand called Single, I believe their name is, where they're creating token-gated shops for merch if you're an artist. So this is something that is going to continue to keep popping up. So let's just say, again, you've just created your Discord. Inside your Discord, you go, hey, look, I don't want to lose everyone here uh, just in case anything happens we've released a, an, you know, let's just not say infinite, or we'll, we'll say, oh, there's roughly 5,000 people in here. So I've made 5,000 NFTs. Uh, it it limits it to one per wallet. Here's a link. Go nuts. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're all now collectors and you're the OGs of, of my Discord, you know, and my community. So it's, a, it doesn't have to, you don't have to charge people money. You can just make stuff free and 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 it is creating that, direct link like because there's even um messaging now you can do you can drop in people's wallets so if you already have everyone's wallet addresses you can drop notes to people so let's just say your discord is hacked and and removed and you're banned from a platform like or instagram or whatever it is you could message potentially all of your wallet holders (laughs) with a note saying hey this is Hit. the link to the new. This is the new meet one. website.
2: Meet, meet me on Truth Social.
0: <laughs> meet me. <laughs> meet me on Telegram. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's it, isn't it? Like, um, that's the thing is it, it can be used on other, other platforms and other things. You know, it'll be able to be integrated into future technologies, which is hmm. why I think that's important. But. The Discord, like we said, it is great having that one place where everything can live. It's almost like a little bit more of an interactive social version of a website, I would think. Yeah, it's a a message
1: board, but a live message board in a sense.
0: Yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's something that I guess we've probably liked from web. Uh, Well, it's a web. I mean, it's not a web three program by itself but it's popularized through web3 so um but yeah again you can do so many things in there you can have like video um you know chats and stuff like as in like live stream live streams and stuff like that you can do um i know um one artist with twitch yeah with twitch one artist does it uh great is uh graveyards he um he does heaps he's always um on discord and stuff doing uh you know streams on twitch and all kinds of things um so that's you know, and whether it's tutorials or it might just be you, um, you know, going through a track walkthrough or you could be, you know, showing a new tip you like or showing a track you've just come up with. So there's all these ways you can engage with your fans on that platform and have it sort of, you know, feel a little bit more like home or a little bit not exclusive, but like, you know, it's not like you're putting out it to the world kind of thing it's not like you know if you're doing a track walkthrough or a tutorial you're not putting it out on youtube to the world you're putting it out to the small group of people who are sort of in your community so you know if maybe you don't feel as comfortable putting out that content to the world you can just put it out to your fans and they'll probably appreciate it more anyway so it's uh yeah great synergy there
2: and like i I said it's like (laughs) it's it's just like it's so it's it feels so good as a fan to know that like your artist like cares about you and wants to like wants to pop in, wants to make the effort to like chat with you and like show you stuff. It's just like it it increases your loyalty to them like tenfold.
1: Yeah, it's like well it's the it's the fact that they even want that for you. They want to know that you're gonna receive the information. Mm. You know, that you're up to date. that's that's the hardest thing as a fan sometimes and, and what's or not it's nailed it on the head is just to fucking understand like so, someone's like uh, messaged me the other day and was talking about Kendrick uh, and Baby Keem touring Australia, um, and I'm like, what? <laughs> when does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Like you just you, the amount of information that just dissipates. Like I, the only reason I know Bruno Mars is is playing Sydney is because a mate texts me.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: you know, and that is it. That is you know, you're talking a to top fifty international artist um i have no information available to me but just because i don't look at the newspaper <laughs> you know what i mean i don't read news articles on on nine yeah. com. you know it's it's how do how as a fan of music do you miss out on those things um like that and, I, and I, you know i probably would have found it through spotify or something like you know shows coming up soon or something like that but it's when it's found, you would have
2: found it when tickets sold
1: out. Yeah, when tickets were sold <laughs> yeah. out, you, know? you would have seen it. Tickets sold out. <laughs> um, as fans, social media is definitely curbed um, in favor of the algorithm and, and ads and, and etc. On their platforms, which is their prerogative. They can, they should do that. They want to make money. Um, so yeah, there are going to, there should be other platforms rising through that um, as more artists express and understand what what's and not was talking about
0: a lot of platforms have come out and sort of tried a lot of, like tried to compete though, haven't they? With that model of, of no ads or no sort of revenue, but this the uptake hasn't been there. I don't think, I remember mm. I've seen a few over the years try and come and they, their whole shtick was, you know, no algorithm or no, um, you know, no ads and stuff like that. And it just, it just, the take up, like people just didn't get on board probably because they didn't have enough money to advertise it. <laughs> <laughs> Catch 22. <laughs>
2: well it's so it's so hard for like you know people to people to you know jump ship like instagram has like yeah. been around for so long it's such a it's like such a cultural iconic platform um that it would take serious it would take serious serious like change or pull for like people to you know jump I ship i mean yeah
1: people still you know the amount of people that continue to believe that facebook is dead and it still has the most users of any platform mm. like yeah <laughs> That you know, to to say that I laugh in the face of anyone that said, tells me Facebook is dead, and the amount of bad PR that Mark Zuckerberg gets is on the daily, and it still has hundreds of millions of more users than all other platforms out there.
0: That's it. So, when are they integrating NFTs? That's the question. I mean, they changed the name to Meta. Like, what do we have any? What do you guys reckon? Do you think that they're gonna? Implement. I mean, they're look. They're starting well, to Gar- do it on Instagram, and that's part of the company. Gary, so
1: Gary V said something really interesting in, in uh, his original book, and I fucking should know the name of it off by heart, but I don't. I was just listening to it um the other day, and he said something really interesting. And this is when Facebook had just so this is like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Facebook being, you know, Zuckerberg being way ahead of the game, introduced. You know how you can sign in websites using facebook as your profile
0: yeah Mm -hmm. with the token that platform
1: um and that integration and how they created that and he just goes this you know facebook can potentially because it has all your information become your wallet Mm. uh and it became hearing that today really like checked Mm. a box for me i'm like oof you're so right so i think you know possibly with the inception of vr within you know Inception of Web three, I think we will see that in the next five years is you will have a, a meta wallet. Um, even though we've already got a meta mask wallet, huh? <laughs> um, I, I just can't see how it won't happen. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's like, and it's as soon as you like, and that's you know, that's the in only in thing they're case... missing is
1: like Facebook credit cards, you know, Facebook wallets. <clears> like <throat> that's the only thing that they're missing.
2: Yeah, and it's like you know if. Like we speak about a use case being like, you know, an NFT for like your driver's license or something, like something that's linked to you personally. It's like Facebook is you as is you as a person yeah. anyway. So like yeah. why would it not be connected to that?
1: Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, what do you reckon? Two years, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just yeah. say two years. I've just I've, to I say be. five. You say five. What do you want? Two years.
2: Two years till they start trialing it in the US, and then five years. (laughs) Five years till they roll out. I see what you're doing here. Isn't isn't
1: that the worst? Like as an Australian, and this is this might go over a lot of people's heads that listen to this podcast because I I dare say we get a few Americans, um, in Australia seeing in inverted commas trialing in the u.s and you're like well we're never fucking seeing this yeah
2: <laughs> i literally just saw today that they um they announced that you can earn money uh with instagram reels yeah and you get like five dollars every one thousand views and it's like oh i was like so pumped for it and it's like you must live in the u.s
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's, <laughs> it's like the same here. it's the same if, it, the if, Snapchat, they, um, if they're going to roll it out everywhere they'll send it to they'll trial it here first they usually trial it in Australia first before it's going anywhere else. We've had
2: a couple of things trialed here, but I can't remember them being any importance.
0: Yeah, they, they trial a f- few things here. It was like yeah, Snapchat for, face
2: filters or something.
1: Yeah. For any for any artists listening that might have missed the news too, I, I think it may as well just mention it. The Snapchat are paying artists um, $5,000 grants. So the the $100,000 a month for the next six months. Um, They'll be spending thanks to uh, – I can't remember the brand that uh, – DistroKid linked up with them. So if you put your our music friends. on yeah our friends at DistroKid um <laughs> linked up with them and if you release your music on DistroKid and allow uh, allow SnapChat to use it on their platform um and then you know through some good marketing or a good post that you use um they can identify you as a independent artist that needs a, a grant and uh you can get money on there so it's a good idea to you know, if you're already using District Kid as a release platform to just tick the Snapchat box,
0: and you get five grand. You put it in half in ETH, half in Soul, and then in six <laughs> oh, months' time you'll be getting it. In love, it a you user, a love that. I love a new user, love that about the Soul. <laughs> hey, you guys lost Soul's 190 million. You guys lost 190 million this week as well. Soul so.
1: is just Luna in disguise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For everyone out there, we have uh, we have. A great um, bit of rivalry or discussion around Soul versus Eth uh, between the boys and I. So, just if you're wondering, it's a bit of <laughs> playful banter, and they love to give it to me all the time. So, <laughs> it's fair, fair, fair.
2: Soul's, Soul's like, nope, Soul's... no, Soul's...
1: Sorry, on. go ahead. Punch Soul's him. No, punch him,
2: punch him, punch Soul.
1: Uh, I was gonna say Soul's like the you know like the Southern US basically. It's just like the it's like everyone forgotten about it, the country.
0: You're like <laughs> all the Hicks use soul we're down there grain fed that's, that's it chicken shit bingo you know anyway <laughs> alright anyway, on that
2: note we will uh, wrap it up there
0: alright that's it let's get cult- out of here
2: cult- cultivate your community guys don't, yeah. don't, don't use Instagram posts to connect with them actually talk to them alright build that all right. community
0: alright see you guys catch us out.
1: if you learned something in today's episode we'd love for you to leave a review that's the best way you can support the podcast feel free to leave one on whatever podcast app you use and of course make sure to share it with a friend